You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Hey, we are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. I know you people don't love Mondays, but here at Ken LaVica Live, Mondays are one of the best days. That's because Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, hangs out with us. He'll be back tomorrow as well. Still in the band, it's Friday Night Lights. He runs this whole thing. I'm Ken LaVica, and I simply talk. And we are, again, here with you post-Super Bowl Monday. We're giving grades. It is the first annual Ken LaVica Live Super Bowl Report Card Show. Thank you. Sounds like the beginning of Saved by the Bell. Now, that, I don't know if if this was the case when you went to school, Theo, but I never went to a school where the traditional bell was used at the end of classes. You know what my bell sounded like in junior high and high school? It was this lame thing. Oh, no. That, that, oh, no. That was ever junior high, high school, always, one more time, Stone. That. It was I was just similar, but it would be less aggressive and it would be like <laughs> it would be that repeated like every second, like ding. Oh, so it like ding. oh that's annoying. Ding, yeah. So less yeah. aggressive, a little softer, but repetitive. But keep going. Yeah. So like imagine having a conversation in the hallway uh-huh. and then the bell starts ringing and it takes like fifteen seconds. You have to like pause, you're like, all right, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Why can't we just have the old school bell? Like what's wrong with the, the old school bell? Uh, play one more time, because this this is school. Right here. This is Saved by the Bell. This is Zach Morris. This is A.C. Slater. This is, yeah. Yeah. Like that. That's Lisa Turtle. I guess the vibe's going, I'm ready to That's learn. big vibes. Oh, it's time for lunch. Yeah. That's ready to vibes. learn. I'm ready to learn. Yeah. You're not doing that on this show. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're giving grades. We're grading the game. And let's. J- I'll give you an example real quick. I'll give you an example of, of us grading the game and me grading the halftime show as well. Uh, We've been doing both, but Mark Sheffield, he's grading the game. Well, this isn't actually how you do it, but here's how he graded it. So we'll assign a letter grade to this. Mark Sheffield tweets, game was a solid five out of seven. So so we're not playing the number game here on Ken LaVica Live. We're actually giving grades, but... Mark, your heart is in the right place. What would we give a five out of seven? Why would he? Why would he pick his? Why would he say out of seven? That's <laughs> terrible. What are you doing, Mark? <laughs> that's a great point. Why would who why does would seven be his baseline? Oh, I thought that's why you brought it up. Oh no, no, I I was initially going to use it as an example of how to grade, but then I realized it actually wasn't done properly, and yeah. then I realized like like Theo pointed out to me they did it out of seven. You know who does that? <laughs> so I used to do, date this uh, real estate agent. This will be a quick story. I dated um, this real estate agent, and she was telling me about some of the tricks they use to help sell Mm -hmm. houses right so if they're showing you a house after you get out of the house they say okay this is the first house we saw all day i know you liked it on a grade of one to seven where would you put it right so when you say one to seven and not one to ten it gives you less numbers to work with right so they'll say something like five or six and then from there there's only so many more numbers to go up so like if you go to the next house and it's a and it's not it's better than the last one Uh and you gave the last one a six you got to say a seven and then she's like, "Oh, well, then you must love it. Let's put an offer in." Oh, so they're tri- so. He maybe, might be a real estate. Is Mark agent. a real estate? He agent? He might be a real estate agent. 
What is five divided by seven? Stone, could you could you do the math on that real quick? Is, is that what? Oh, I thought I you did that off the top of your head. That was going to be the most impressive thing you've ever done on this. Seventy-one percent. Oh, so that's a C, right? Seventy-one's a, a C. Yeah. All right. So but Mark, you're C. It sounds good. Five out of seven, and then it's like there's only two more spots yeah, you can go right. away from that. But th- that's case in point. It's mind Great. games because I I saw five out of seven, and I was going to be like, oh well, Mark's giving it a B. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's a, a C. C. It's a low C, too. It's a low C. It's like and a C minus what game. I gave the game. Wow. I did not know that that real estate agents did that. Yeah. They're in <laughs> their the cars right now pissed at me. They're like, he's giving away the secrets. When did when did um selling real estate become the go-to job for actors or actresses, <laughs> young actors or actresses that realize that it's not going to work out for them and they transition into that. That's like the official job yeah. of, I'm not going to make it in the acting or actressing industry, also so TV. I'm going to go sell real estate. TV also too? T- no. I'm not cutting prolific. down the industry. I'm not cutting it down. I'm just saying that it's become like the young people's fallback. Yeah. But when did that happen? I've been forced to watch shows like Selling Sunset, and and Netflix you now know, is flooded with. Do all you of them. think that's Do you think that's the influence? Is they see what's on Bravo or on E, and they they're like, that's glamorous. I like that. Do you my, think that's what it is? My girlfriend's gonna love you saying that because that's I'm forced to watch them, and I, I absolutely <laughs> think that that's well, the case. And I think those shows are great. They are. See, I didn't want to say it. Wait, but you it, made me it, say it. They are. They are, they they are phenomenal. HGTV is this? No, no, no. It's like E or Bravo. Both. Both and, have and like Netflix, real estate. Shows. Now they're on it, but they're real estate series, and they're great. I would yeah. love to watch some of that. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Okay. And, and and me and Kendall will tell you they're yeah. Really put me on. Put me on game. And I mean, it's 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 scandalous. There's drama, there's controversy, there's hot women. Like the, the real estate industry is take, hot. We take notes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Set. all staged, I think, but it's hot. Yeah, yeah. Selling Sunset. Selling, selling sunset. sunset, yeah. Okay. Make that your first one. There's a couple of them, but Selling Sunset is like the, that's the apex okay. of the reality real estate television shows. By the way, may, let's just take a stab at this here. <laughs> if you are young and in real estate, what led you there? What, what Was it TV influence? How did you get into real estate? Young, hot people. Young, hot people. How did you get into real estate? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at me at KLV1063. If you're young and hot and in real estate, how did you get there? What was the path? 888-760-3776. By the way, the same tweet with the 5 out of 7 uh, game grade. Halftime was a 10 plus. Uh, we uh, Yeah, 10 plus, so A plus. We got to check this guy for CTE. I don't know <laughs> if it's uh, like, we got to check this guy. Well, not for CTE, I guess you can't do that. <laughs> He's got to be dead. Yeah, that would be a problem. I don't want anything to happen to Mark. You're exactly right. Uh, but yeah. So I don't know why the game is graded out of a seven-point scale. Uh, we were doing letter grades, uh, and I don't know why halftime is now 10, but we've exceeded 10 like there's extra credit. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> but, plus. Mark, point, hey. point taken. Hey, Mark, say 11 next time. You, you don't have to go 10+. plus. With A, we go A-plus right. because they're letters well, and you can't. Mark, you're making your own arbitrary uh, like grading markers anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, we wanted more scoring, but there's a reason Vegas moved the line from 50.5 to 48.5 shortly after opening. Hashtag Aaron Donald MVP. Now, that I can get behind. Yes, sir. Not your grading scale. But I can get behind your selection for MVP. Again, young, hot people in real estate. How did you get there? What was your influence? How did that become your path? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Okay. Let's get to the listening lunch, the audio you need to hear on this post-Super Bowl Monday. And we react to him here on Ken Levick Alive. Matt Stafford is... 
He a Hall of Famer. Let me, Theo, read you this tweet from Dan Orlovsky, who has been standing Matt Stafford from the very, very, very beginning. He loves him. Former teammates. Detroit Tigers, yeah. Uh, with the Lions. A lot of people called Stafford a lot of things. This is a tweet by Dan Orlovsky, by the way. A lot of people called Stafford a lot of things. Y'all gonna call him a Super Bowl champion and a Hall of Famer now. That was sent last night, right after the Super Bowl. Hall of Famer now. Now, Dominique Foxworth, here's his reaction to <laughs> Matt Stafford. This is from Get Up This Morning on ESPN. I mean, he's a Super Bowl champion. That's awesome. He didn't get the MVP, which is a rarity, I feel like, for a quarterback. Um, he's had a, a pretty impressive career and an interesting run here in uh, in L.A., and he won a Super Bowl. I think he's going to be remembered as a, being a lot better quarterback than he actually was because he has incredible, like, big numbers. And we're going to remember this last run and the no-look pass for the touchdown, game-winning drive. We're going to remember all that. And I think the further we get away from this game, we're going to talk about Matt Stafford like he was one of the greats of his time. Are we going to do that, though? I see where Dominique Foxworth is coming from. Like, sometimes Matt Stafford maybe gets a little bit more credit than he deserves about where he sits in the pantheon of current quarterbacks. But I don't think anybody is going to consider him an all-timer in the discussion of any of the household names, the Bradys, or even the Rodgers, the Mannings. But I have no problem with the discussion and the expectation that Matt Stafford's going to be a Hall of Famer. First ballot, no. But he went to a decrepit, god-awful franchise, went to three postseason appearances with them, in tandem with one of the greatest purely talented receivers we've ever seen, and then went and won a Super Bowl in his first year in a new location with a decim- an injury-decimated receiving core at the very end. I'm fine calling Matt Stafford a Hall of Famer. Is he the best? No. Is he great? Sure. Is he an all-time great? No. Great? Sure. Yeah. The, my problem, or I guess I know that it's inevitable that Matthew Stafford will be in the Hall of Fame, so I'm not arguing against that. But for my money... We're just handing out gold jackets now a little too willy-nilly. Matthew Stafford, you can tell the story of football, especially this generation of football, without mentioning Matthew Stafford's name. And that's the reason why I feel like he's not one of those guys where I would be pissed off that he's not that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Devin Hester didn't get in the Hall of Fame. He needs to be in this go-round. Yeah. And I know he'll get there. He should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. If a guy like Devin Hester isn't a first ballot Hall of Famer, then why are we just handing out a gold jacket to Matt Stafford? Well, here's my yeah, but again, like he's not a first ballot guy. He's not going to be a first ballot guy, but like st- 20th ballot or 10th ballot. Like Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, like, like Stone, if he gets if it takes him 10 years after and he might retire this might be it for Matt Stafford. Yeah. There are rumors all over that that might be it for Stafford. Sean McVay making comments about wanting to spend more time with family <laughs> yeah. and maybe get into broadcast in the New York Post. He's had a whole youngest, story about that. He's the youngest coach walk to away. win a Super Bowl. He's about to walk away, retire. Well, you know what's going to happen is he's going to get on TV and then he's going to end up, when he comes back to football, commanding the biggest NFL coaching contract of all right. time. That's what happened with Gruden. Yeah. He's going to take the Gruden path. That'll when he's nice. ready to come back, then he'll get big, big money. He's going to get big money in TV, too. It's an expert plan. Yeah. It's an expert plan. Yeah, after making gazillions for ESPN or Amazon or wherever he uh, he goes to work. But I'm fine with Matt Stafford being in 10th year eligible getting in. But he's going to get in, Stone. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you guys said. I think, to your point, Theo, like, yeah, his name might not come up in our generation. But for guys like me, I mean, he's somewhere that I... 
I've always thrown him in the category of all-time talent. All-time sure. all-arm talent or skill. Like the things he's able to do. But now he's got the win to back it up. Yeah, and now he has the win to back it up. But as far as the no-look throws and the sidearm stuff, like, like Stafford was here before Patty Mahomes was. Like, he was the guy in fourth quarter, like, making ballsy throws and doing the, that kind of stuff we remember. I, it always sticks out to me, and I think this is a Hall of Fame moment when he does get inducted, when his, he separates his shoulder on the drive against the Brown with, like, 30 seconds left. And they take him out, and he says, no, screw that. And he goes yeah. back into the game and throws a touchdown pass, and then he gets the conversion, and it's like, that's Matthew Stafford. That's who he I grew dog. up loving. He's he a, a dog. dog. Yeah. I think part of, part of what is going to endear him to Hall of Fame voters and what does endear him to those that have the ideation of him going to the Hall of Fame is exactly that, is that he has been a consummate professional from day one. Go, went in, and it, whether that matters or not, you can have a debate about that. I tend to, eh, whatever. Yeah. But I think that there are plenty of Hall of Fame voters that look at stuff like that, playing injured, playing for that team, doing so without complaining, yes, and then around. respectfully asking for his exit. As opposed to making it drama-filled in Detroit, that that's different than a lot of career paths for all-time greats. There was no acrimony, and has never been any acrimony when he was in the dumpster fire basement of the NFL for so long. Stafford should be a Hall of Famer, but is he first ballot? No. You and I are on the same page on this, Theo. Yeah. If it takes him ten years, fine. But I don't think that it is to be laughed at this discussion about Stafford being a Hall of Famer because I think he. He is a Hall of Famer. Vinny's in West Palm. What's up, Vin? It's funny you brought this up. I was talking to my friend Mulford about this same thing. There's no way that he is one of the top five quarterbacks right now in the league. And when you think about that, those are first-time ballot guys. But you know what I really like about him the most? And everything you guys said is, is correct. The guy got stuck in Detroit when it was a, you know, a toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. Never complained one time. Not one not time. once. At the end, he did it the right way. Got moved to the team that he want, you know, a team that he wanted to go to, but he did it the right way. You look at Kyler Murray right now and all these other guys usually are just very, you know, crybabies most of them and they get put wherever they want. That guy did it the right way. Kept his mouth shut played for his team and then when the right opportunity came around it was there so i was actually happy that he won the super bowl uh and you know burrow will be back probably again but you know he's got to fight through mahomes every year that's going to be difficult but like i said he deserves to be in hall of fame but just on the first ballot yeah yeah and i think that's perfectly fair appreciate you vin yeah. Perfectly fair and reasonable. And, and I will fight back on the right way. He did it a respectable way, yes. Yeah. But there's no the right way. He, because he, yeah. if Brady he left the Patriots. Right. Aaron Rodgers is about to leave the Pat. Like, is everybody wrong now? I mean, I, who would have blamed Stafford for putting his foot down and saying, you guys suck. Yeah. Get me out of here now. I wouldn't have fought That would have been right. If that would have been the right way to do it. That would have been the right way. That would probably be the right way to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> then we probably would, I would be standing on a, a stool saying, get this guy in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yes, you know, like, we'll see. Uh, the guy who faced him last night. By the way, listening lunch here on Ken Levicka Live, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. The guy on the other side last night, Joe Burrow. Quite the discourse about him this morning on the ESPN family of networks. Uh, let's begin with the aforementioned Dan Orlovsky, who made a troubling comparison Uh-oh. about who maybe Burrow is becoming. I think this, I, th- this is what I would say coming out of the game if I was Cincinnati and Joe Burrow. Uh, I was incredibly impressed with him again yesterday. 
he right now is on the Andrew Luck track. And Absolutely. That, that cautions me, yeah. candidly. I mean, yeah. you, you watch this kid get beat up game after game after game after game. That will not last in this league. And he is a phenomenal. They should win multiple Super Bowls with that kid, okay? The Bengals should win multiple Super Bowls with Joe Burrow. If they don't get it fixed this offseason, he's, on he's on the track to become the next Andrew Luck. Dan Orlovsky on Get Up saying that he's going to get beat up like Andrew Luck. Then there's Max Kellerman making a historic, truly long-term historic comparison this morning, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Joe Burrow, we talked about this, guys, how much different it would feel if he won versus if he lost the Super Bowl. If he won the Super Bowl, Joe Burrow, it's like, damn, first full season, right after winning the national championship, by the way. He walks into the Super Bowl in a mink and Cartier glasses and wins the Super Bowl, and he'd have been Super Bowl MVP, the whole thing. Oh, my God, this guy. Instead, with the money on the line, he didn't get it done. This is why sports, you write your own script. But now, he hasn't won. And now the, it goes from, oh, my God, is he the next Joe Montana to is he the next Dan Marino? Oh, now, Jesus, it's a great man. thing to be the next Dan Marino in many respects. Second year of his career, Marino had an all-time great season, got to the Super Bowl, lost against Montana, uh -uh. and then never got back. <gasps> Sports Talk Radio, how can we How can we go to the worst possible outcome? <gasps> Max, you're better than that, man. Yeah. You're better than that. Like, also, stop the hyperventilating. It's his first full year playing quarterback where we're going to call him Marino, <laughs> where he's never going to go back. He's never going to win a Super Bowl. Stop. Jeff, Burrow's going to dominate that division for like a whole whoa, 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 decade. Whoa, 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 uh -oh, whoa, whoa. His Lamar Pump sensibilities just got great. offended. Pump Theo, great, Theo, Theo, <laughs> Theo, I'm, Theo, I'm going to let you handle that What one. was that? Go ahead, Theo. He's going to do what? He's going to dominate that division for 10 years. Wow. Hold on. There's, there's a lot of things to unpack there. First, what I'll say, I, I'll start with Dan Marino had, what, 48 touchdowns that season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Joe Burrow is not the next Dan Marino. Yeah. Uh, Stone, let me turn and address you now. Because <laughs> I just handled, what was that, Orlowski again? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, that was Max that's, Kellerman. But, that but, but the point is, what Max is trying to say is that Joe Burrow will never win a Super Bowl. So, but this is one full season he's played his entire career. That's foolish to even predict that. So... If, if we go to his division, you think he's already a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson? I don't, but you I think You just said he's going to dominate I, I, the division I, I for a decade. I think they're constructed enough to do so. We, we saw him blow him out when Lamar was having another one of his seasons. You said Joe Burrow is going to dominate that division for a you, decade. You know what? Fine. I'll say. I, I'll backtrack. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he so is playing better, than and Lamar he is Jackson. on track to keep playing better than Lamar okay, Jackson. Okay, so Lamar Jackson, who already has been named MVP <laughs> of the league, mm -hmm. is... Worse now than a guy who has done what exactly? I'm not necessarily saying worse, but is he on the level that he's sitting at right now? Like, there's levels to this, but and Joe's kind of dominate the the division I for think a decade. Do. I okay. think they do. All right, all right. Well, Lamar Jackson also missed like six games this year. Yeah, Lamar Jackson played this year injured. Also, the Ravens. I mean, we wouldn't be talking about the Bengals right now if the Ravens didn't lose half of their players before the season Correct. started. Correct. And Lamar Jackson in the right. middle of the season, and then even still, they were still in it. If you even look at the Vegas odds right now, aren't the Bengals and Ravens like even at odds? I would, to win the I would, Super Bowl I would assume. And I think that's a bump to the Bengals just because they were in the Super yeah. Bowl. The Ravens have a better roster, a better quarterback, and a better head coach. If you think the Bengals are all of a sudden going to dominate the division for the next 10 years, I think you're being a bit of a prisoner I'd say the got blown out. I'd say the Bengals have a window. Uh, the next couple of years, while the Steelers transition and the Browns still are married to Baker, because that's a kiss of death. Yeah. 
That's a, as long as Baker Mayfield is the quarterback in Cleveland, that's a big fat <laughs> nothing coming out of Brownsland, okay? But the only competition right now for the Bengals are the Ravens. But you better hope the Lamar but, is injured every year. But and also you're talking about Joe Burrow being better than him already. It's because the Bengals surrounded him with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon in the backfield. Name me my, Lamar Jackson's weapons around him. Oh, whose fault uh, is that? What? I don't, well, don't care. Say, well, don't tell me Joe Burrow's better than him. He won an MVP without the guys. He will be better than him. He's not better. He will be better he because of his be. pieces. You're hoping he will be. He won't be better if they keep putting that makeshift offensive line out there. There is no way that I can sit here and agree with Stone on the Bengals about to be dominating that Dominate. division. When you look at that sideline and you see Zach Taylor in Cincinnati yes. and you see John Harbaugh in Baltimore. Uh, Come on. And Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. And they're probably they're going to get a quarterback. They'll figure, it, they'll figure that out. They're and the in, Steelers. And Cleveland, and this is one thing I want to say about the Rams. The Rams did what Cleveland should have done two years ago. They got rid of that sucker at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Number one overall pick. I don't care. Jared Goff, get him out of here. Get me a real QB. The Browns had a similar roster to what the, the, the Rams trotted out there this year. If they would have went and got a guy like Matt Stafford, we could be talking about the Browns in the Super Bowl and not the Bengals. Let me ask you, what's more ludicrous of the, the two things that we just heard? Max Kellerman saying that Burrow, with this loss last night, maybe he's the next Dan Marino where he's never going to win a ring, be an all-time great, but never win a ring, even yeah. though Joe Burrow's played one full year and he's making <laughs> that prediction. Or... Dan Orlovsky saying that uh, he's on a track to be an Andrew Luck where he gets beat up so much that he retires early. These are all vast overreactions to one season of football. Did Andrew Luck play in a Super Bowl? Uh-uh. No. Okay? Yeah. Andrew Luck was never able to fully overcome his bad offensive lines. And what the Bengals did is... They chose not to focus on O-line right now because they drafted Joe Burrow, the best, arguably the best receiver in football from a talent standpoint. That dude's different. Okay? Like, there's weapons. He's got mixing behind him. They focus there, and now you key in. You can comfortably say that the weapons offensively are there for Joe Burrow, and now you fortify the line. Yeah. I think I'm you comfortable do. with that. But Absolutely. I would, I would also say this about the Bengals situation you got to remember, too, Joe Burrow, as good as he is, he's in the same conference with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. Like, he's fifth in that ranking right now to me. And if you want to say he's going to be back, like, so what, what do you think is more likely? Joe Burrow winning multiple Super Bowls or Joe Burrow never making it to a Super Bowl again? Probably in his never making it to a Super Bowl. I think Bowl that's again. the more likely outcome. Because, I like that. I agree. But I, I just, have to agree. I, I like just, it. I find it unbecoming to just predict that he'll never be back. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, he's played one full season of football. Yeah. This is his second year in the NFL, and he already did what he did this season. He's good. He's yeah. really, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's almost. He's great, but he, he's great at right now. I don't see all time. But I would, take, I would take Josh Allen. I would take Patrick Mahomes over Joe Burrow if I had a football mm, team. No doubt. Yeah. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, there's, a, there's an argument with the Justin Herbert thing, but still... I don't know. We'll see on that. But I would also take Lamar Jackson, a guy who won an MVP with his best receiver being who? Yeah. Mark Andrews? Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood is not his best, his best receiver. If that's his best receiver, then you prove my point. Hey. He'll be the fourth. I don't care who he has. Sorry I'm about him, what he can do. Lamar I don't care who he Jackson? has. Lamar Action Jackson. I'm a Lamar guy, but I mean, there's playoff arguments against him. But I'm a Lamar guy, and I and never want to no go there. Playoff arguments against him. He doesn't have a number one receiver. He's know. never been. I think Stone's lying. I don't think he's a Lamar guy. You're, it doesn't you sound have to like be anti Lamar. You're Jackson. a phony Lamar guy. No, I'm not. What, bro? You're a quarterback. 
You're a quarterback. What right, and I can't Lamar stand Jackson? I can't stand watching him play the position. It's nothing that we've ever seen before, and uh, he's creating a new thing. Because we have no receivers. Right, I mean, that's fair. Throw that's all who? fine and dandy. Throw it to who? That's all fine and dandy. He's throwing it to me and you. <laughs> Oh, let's man. see when they let's fly out to one of these games. Let's fly out to B more and watch <laughs> oh, him play Cincy. Let's I've get seen out there. Lamar Jackson a lot of times take over games by himself. You know what's happened? I saw him lost to the Dolphins this year. Uh, yeah, well the, the Bengals lost to the Jets. <laughs> At least the Dolphins had a winning record. The uh, football meatballs coming out of stone. Yes, yeah, it is. He can't handle the new age style of football. The running. He's like, what is he doing with it, the? It, why is he running with the ball? <laughs> Running's phenomenal and everything, but it, but it but it's it's making reads, it's progressions, it's footwork, it's all the things that you need to go Ooh. get to a Super Bowl and win Ooh. playoff it's games against teams the, with real Ooh. defenses. It's holding onto the ball too long. Holding onto the ball too long. Ooh, we're talking stuff. about we're Let's talking about Joe Burrow stone. right there. No, no, I'm talking about Lamar. Let's Getting sacked 19 stone. times in the it's playoffs. It's simple stuff. It's simple stuff that when you need to go see an LA Rams defense, you don't have the goods for because Ooh, you can't play the. You play. don't have the goods because you don't have the receivers. Right, those are goods. Those yeah. are goods. Lamar you don't Jackson, have the goods. And Lamar Jackson won without it, in spite of it. Don't, don't play with One me. What? Oh man, don't play with me. I love spicy quarterback takes from Stone. This is awesome. Yeah, that was the good. real Stone's coming out. It's coming it, out I right think now. Sometimes he tells us what we want to hear, <laughs> and then we get him to a point, and the real Stone comes out. Can't believe he's going against a five-six-one guy. That's a treasure coast in him. That's a treasure coast. Yeah, maybe. he's got a little seven-seven-two hit yeah. in him. Oh, that's hot. Uh, Ken Levick alive. We were going to talk about Kevin Durant, but screw it. We'll do it tomorrow because <laughs> um, we need to get to more Super Bowl grading. We are grading the game. Not by numbers, by letters, like you're in school, A, B, C, D, F, okay? We are grading the Super Bowl game, and we've done the halftime show. What do you grade the game? What do you grade the halftime show? It is the first annual Ken Levick Alive Super Bowl Report Card Show. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. Hey, by the way, let me tell you about Pat Lawler. Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. You're always going to grade him A because he has your back in any personal injury matter. We're talking slip and fall. We're talking automobile. We're talking boating. We're talking motorcycle. Anything where you feel you have been wronged, you have been injured, and you need compensation, Pat Lawler is the guy. And all the folks at Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys, decades of trial experience, been there, done that, just like Matt Stafford. And you're going to get the ultimate reward. Pat Lawler and his team, they are going to have your back. They're one of the best in the business, period. Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. The consultation is free. Wanttolawyerup.com. Wanttolawyerup.com. That's Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. When we return, the Super Bowl commercials and the Super Bowl aesthetics as a whole were putting grades down. There was a lot to unpack from not only the commercials, but also what the hell was going on in and around SoFi Stadium yesterday. Mm. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.